This is Sean Glaze. Look at me trying to get this lighting right. It is getting late here in Seattle, Washington. Let's try to get some lights in here. Hello, hello. There we go. Hi, y'all. I do not go live in this group very often, but I am inspired by Cynthia Brooks Nickerson. Did y'all catch that live? I caught the live. It is so cool to see people who are broadcasting, who are helping us amplify and share our stories and just getting out there and getting themselves out there. So for those of you who don't know, look at me trying to get this. There we go. For those of you who don't know, I am Sean Glaze. I use they, them pronouns. I am the chief consulting officer for inclusive data. And I'm inspired by Cynthia Brooks Nickerson, who just came up on Black Women's Network to present and share how we can support each other. And I love supporting Black women. You see this hoodie? This is not my hoodie. This is done by a Black woman named Cynthia with North 7th Street. I love her. Her gear and her shop is a black woman-owned business. A black family of black women is pretty impressive. And if you have something that you do and want to share with other people, I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to go live together. Uh, my team at Inclusive Data, we have gotten over $10 million in grants for black small businesses and black nonprofits. And so this group, Black Women's Network, is really special to me. It's really special to me to create spaces for black women, for black femmes, for black people doing amazing blackity black things. And, you know, Larisha is amazing. One of the things that we have been thinking really hard about has been how do we create a community on these online platforms that are not built for us, that are not designed for our success, that are trying to take advantage of people, getting them to boost ads, knowing that that's not going to lead to sales. So <laughs> here we are. I'm going to do a quick uh, peek to see who is here. I'm going to allow guests, there we go, to request lives if you would like. And I'm going to talk about how like awesome it is to be alive and to be black right now. It's pretty amazing. Um, so if you don't know, there are plenty of funders who want to invest in black women. That said, it might not be the easiest thing to find them. This morning, we did two office hours during our grant class. Mommy wants to go get the pizza. I know. <laughs> That's my little one. Um, we did two office hours this morning at Inclusive Data. And our office hours are times when people come in and ask questions. The very first one, we had someone come and share their one pager, which is basically like a document that you create to share some knowledge. And this person, who I'm not going to name, but you could probably guess who this might be, is passionate about helping black women, black entrepreneurs and black leaders of nonprofits. And so um, we want to make sure. Oh, okay, cool. And we want to make sure that y'all know about that. Um, the one pagers or the, sorry, the white papers that people create, those can help you get grants. A white paper, again, is just like usually one or two pages talking about best practices, helping to educate people about a topic. So I would love to know first, for those of you who are watching, what's something that you're knowledgeable about? What's something that you know about, you can geek out about? If you were at a party, you could talk people's ear off about. What is something that you could do? Let me know in the comments. What's up, V? Did mommy tell you? I 
Hey, that's awesome. I'm currently doing a video, but I'm almost done. <laughs> Bye. I have a little one who is seven and three quarters and some days. So, <laughs> and something days, says my child. If you have a kiddo, please let me know uh, so I can uh, feel the love of people who have families. Um, so yeah, let me know. What is something that you can geek out about? Something that you could talk people's ear off about? Because that is something that you could probably do a one pager or a white paper on. And we want to make sure that we know what people are bringing to the table, so to speak. And so while y'all think about that, warm up your thumbs. Don't be shy. I'm going to be talking about grants today. I feel like I'm always talking about grants. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, my team, we have supported over a half a billion dollars worth of grant proposals in the last couple months. Whew, a lot of grant proposals. And part of that is because there are these huge grants that are out right now, including the Build Back Better Jobs Challenge that's due in January. These grants are about helping to rebuild the economy and Grants that have black people on them are going to score higher than grants that don't because there's a huge equity component of the scoring criteria. So I need y'all to know about these grants. I need y'all to get excited about these grants. I need y'all leading the efforts on those grants. And if that sounds like something you want to be a part of, let us know. For those of you who don't know, my company, our team at Inclusive Data, we've only been around since 2020. I started it in May of last year because I knew there are all these funders that are going to be interested in investing in black people who didn't have any black friends and all of these black folks interested in funding because we were getting laid off. We were um, going and getting pushed out of our jobs. We were deciding to leave a toxic workplace. We couldn't handle watching like the murders of our people and people want to chat about some water cooler gossip and we're like really that's what we're doing right now <laughs> people were leaving and for those of us who are parents quite a few of us left the workplace to take care of our kids and so it is it has been a tough year um, but it has also been a great year where there's been a lot of investment in black folks and it's going to continue at least for another year so we need to make sure we are ready we are receiving and we are sharing information with each other and on that note i actually can't see any comments in this thread so there could be something up with the algorithm i'm going to do um, a little check if you can hear me if you can send a like a message a heart something to let me know that'd be great and while y'all do that i'm going to pull up facebook on my computer to see if i see anything there because a lot of times here's a, a tip for those of you who may not know a lot of times when Facebook isn't working on your phone and you can't see people responding to you, they are responding, but it's not showing up on your phone. So you think you're just talking to like nobody, but it turns out there's like people who are responding and you just can't see them. So I know for some folks, like it can be pretty disorienting if you're new to Facebook, but um yeah, definitely let me know. Send me a like or a message. And while you do that, I'm going to pull it up on my computer to see black women. So, um, to see, yeah, to see if I can see y'all here. Hmm. I don't see anything on my phone. Oh. Okay, great. And then 
Still nothing. All right. Well, let me pull up the computer. There's your page. Group. I don't see anything here either. Okay. Well, we might have to restart this live. Interesting. We are here. It says we are here. I get a message. I don't see anything here. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Today, I'd like to figure out what y'all would like to talk about, right? Because I know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about grants. I want to talk about grants, talk about y'all getting grants. I want to talk about you knowing about grants. I want to talk about you getting excited, but also talk about like what it takes to get these large awards. And I know what we're going to do. We're going to do it this way. I'm going to refresh here and here. Yeah, I don't know. It's really hard talking to a, uh, a group you can't see. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Let's talk about, let's talk a little bit about the racial wealth gap. A little bit. Not that much. Just a little bit. Um, and then let's talk about concrete things that we can do to get more funds. So, yeah, if that sounds good, let's do another test. If that sounds good, send me some likes, send me some hearts, send me some messages. And uh, if not, I'm just going to talk and keep going because apparently y'all can see me and I can't see you. <laughs> Facebook doesn't want us to be great today, um, but that's okay. We, we're not going to uh, let you stop us, Facebook. All right, let's see. Refresh. Okay, I can see you here on the, on the, um, on the laptop. Excellent. We are here. Okay, great. Yes, we like the money, honey. Okay, I can see you now. Thank you. <laughs> so I can see you here if I'm looking up. That's what it is. The racial wealth gap is real. The racial wealth gap hasn't really closed in decades. Um, it hasn't even gotten close to closing. It's actually worse, um, which means that if you're someone who's like, wow, there's progress and things are getting better and like they'll just get better all by themselves, you are wrong. <laughs> we have to do something in order to address it. We have to change policies. We have to change practices. But we also have to start finding and sharing information about how to access these funds. A lot of times people like learn how to get grants, for example, or really big contracts or like money in a big way. And you know what happens? They might not share. They might not share that information. Part of it is because we've been coerced into competition. And so we keep thinking we got to compete with everybody. But part of it is also like it's easy to forget what you had to learn. Like it's easy once you've like figured it out and like internalized it and metabolized it. It's just part of your way of being. It's easy to forget all the little things you learn. I'll give you an example. A lot of us that are on Facebook, we are pretty good readers, like pretty decent at least. Like you can read something and understand it. But we forgot how hard it was to learn how to read, right? To remember like this sound and that sound makes this other sound. S makes this sound. H makes this sound. Together they make this completely different sound. And sometimes one of those letters is silent, right? All of those things we kind of forgot about. So when we're talking to people who are learning how to read, whether that's children or adults, like we keep thinking it's going to be easier than it is. And then when they make mistakes, it's, it's easy for us to kind of see, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember I had to learn that it's island and not 
not is land, right? Little things like that. And so in terms of knowing how money works with grants and other kinds of big pots of money, it's easy to forget the things that you've learned and kind of internalized. And so one of the things, I'm going to give you three things that people usually don't know uh, when they are newer on their grant journey um, that actually make a huge difference and it's easy to forget. Number one thing, the most important thing. Do y'all have notebooks? Do y'all have something to write with? You can get like regular paper to write with. Um, you can also get a workbook. I think the only person in this group who could possibly have our workbook is Larisha, because Larisha won the um, grants workbook, and we didn't, we haven't even allowed other people to like buy it yet. So Larisha has the hookup, y'all. Um, but for the rest of us, paperwork, paperwork. So the number one thing people forget when they are on their grand journey and they've arrived and they're already somewhere else, right? Number one thing, relationships. The number one thing that's gonna set you apart when it comes to getting grants, finding grants, getting invited to grant money that other people don't know about, all that stuff, relationships. Number one thing. And you know, people say relationships, they don't give you details, I'm gonna give you details. If you, are someone that is interested in getting grant funding in 2021. We're at the end of the year. We got what, eight more weeks left. If you're interested in getting grant money in 2021, I need you to be developing relationships with the people who have grant money already and are trying to get rid of it. <laughs> who is that? That is gonna be your departments of like, um, what do you call them, commerce? labor, economic development, anyone who's in charge of people getting jobs and workforce development, they got money. They got money that they're trying to spend by the end of the year because they're about to go after more money and it looks bad to be holding money and still asking for money. It's like when you see kids and like they want to eat something good, right? And they already got their good thing, you know, that like they're eating their, um, their like dessert and then someone walks in with a new dessert and they're like, I want some of that, right? What you say? Are you going to say yes to that kid? No. You're going to be like, finish what you got. <laughs> finish what you got before you go after more. Well, the federal government's the same way. They're going to be like, didn't I just give you a couple million dollars? How's that going? And they're going to be like, well, what happened was. <laughs> so if you want grant money in 2021, you're going to be hitting up your um, departments of commerce labor, economic development, community development, workforce development, those people. You're also going to hit up if you're someone that is uh, good at outreach, good at talking to community, good at telling people about the vaccines, good at um, helping people make health choices, giving people health information. Who are you going to hit up? Your counties, public health. Counties, public health. Most of them, oop, decline. Most of your counties that you live in, y'all, have money to be able to do outreach for vaccines and education. The kids are about to be able to get vaccinated. So regardless of how you feel about vaccines, the kids are going to be able to get vaccinated soon, like the younger set. Personally, I'm excited. I am ready to not be stressed out about that. Um, and so they're going to need help outreaching to people because they want to get people vaccinated as quickly as possible, as safely as possible. They need help. They're going to be looking to hire people, right? They're going to be looking to take that grant money they got and invest it in community. All y'all who are good at networking, 
Y'all should probably know about those sources. And there's a couple of others, but those are the two that I want you to know about today. So check that out, which means that you should be developing relationships with the people who are the decision makers for those funds. It doesn't mean you got to schmooze them. It means that you need to know who to target. And so part of what you can do is you could be calling these offices up and like tapping them and saying, hey, I understand that you have some funds for COVID and getting the word out. Um, I'd love to support. We have a whole plan. Thank you, my love. Got some pizza. We have a whole plan for how we're going to help with that outreach, you know, et cetera, right? So relationships means that like that becomes second nature to you. Relationships means that you are thinking about like who all has access to funding that you can help achieve their goal. Um, because in relationships, it's not really that much about you as it is about them and what they're looking to achieve. And ideally, you're only really pursuing things where y'all are in alignment. We're not going to change what we got going on just to fit this funding. There's so much funding out here. There's no reason to change what we got going on to fit this funding. But we should change the way we talk about it so that the funders, when they hear about it, are like, dang, yeah, I got money for that. I got money for exactly that. Thank you. Thank you so much for trying to help me solve this problem of having too much money and a big problem to solve and nobody who wants to do it. So if this sounds good, I'm not going to keep like rushing through. If this sound good, can you let me know? Can you go ahead and let's let me know in the comments? I can see your comments over here. So if this is useful, you can say useful. If you can, if this is something that you are learning for the first time, you can say, I didn't even know. Uh, if this is something you've heard before, maybe because you're in Grand Slayer Academy and you had a chance to talk to me about this this morning, you can also let us know. Um, but like, I just want to know how y'all doing. I see. Yep. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, great. Useful. Okay, cool. Let's keep going. So relationships, it's easy to forget that, right? Because after a while, it's just second nature. After a while, you know those people so well, they call you when they got extra money because they know that you can deliver and that you'll do a good job. Um, we were invited, me and my team, we were invited to a conversation last Friday with a funder and this funder, we had never met before. They didn't know us from anyone else at first, but they had heard through the grapevine that we do great work. This isn't even for inclusive data. This is for a different thing, different project, different team. So they call and they're like, Oh, Hey, you know, like I heard you do cool stuff. We do intros and they were just like, Oh my God. Y'all are amazing. You're doing what? You're doing this. You're doing that and this. They're like, do you know we've been looking for someone that knows how to do all those things that I never in my wildest dreams thought I'd find one person that could do all those things? Let me tell you a secret. Black people, we are multi-talented. When people meet us, they feel like they are meeting magic incarnate. They're like, how? How do you know this and that and this other thing? And then you're like, and I got this. They're like, how? That's us, right? We are creative. We are multi-passionate. We are multifaceted. We have interest about this and that. And we can see how to connect the dots. That is our superpower. Now, if you went through a lot of school, right? You may have been told you were too much. You had too many interests. You need to focus. You need to like narrow it down. Like make sure you have just one particular thing, right? And you got to shrink, shrink, shrink. When I did my, um, 
my uh, when I started my bachelor's program, they're like, you need to pick a major, right? And you need to pick a minor, right? And I was like, oh, but I love these completely unrelated things. They're like, you got to pick, you got to narrow, right? I did my master's. They're like, okay, you need to focus, right? You need to just like cut off little parts of what you're interested in and hone in on just this. I was like, I can't. I love all these things. They're like, no, you need to focus. And then when I was doing my PhD program, what they tell me, they're like, the goal of the PhD is to become a super duper expert in a teeny tiny corner of something. And we need you to focus in on that teeny tiny thing. And what I say, no, I can't do it. Like, <laughs> I have all these interests. And you know, they absolutely hated me as a student because I was a bright student and I just couldn't do the thing they kept trying to get me to do. I would always like be able to write the way that they wanted me to. But I had like all these side interests and like second thing and third thing and fourth thing. And you know what is working out for me because I will be in a conversation with someone and they'll be like, wow, you have like this really good ability to kind of manage conflict. Like, where did that come from? And I'm like, well, I do have a master's in family therapy. So like I have like particular skills that I've learned about how to navigate conflict with groups of people coming from different walks of life. They're like, oh, that's amazing, right? I'm like, yeah, it's super helpful. And then later on in the meeting, they'll be talking about something and they'll be like, hey, like there's this theory you know, out there that has something to do with, you know, how children learn or something and I'll be like oh yeah I remember like I studied how children learn and I can tell you about this theory that theory and this theory and they're like oh I thought you did master's in family therapy I'm like yeah my PhD studies are in applied development ed psych and so I had to learn about how children learn and context and policies and stuff right and they're just like oh okay cool and then later I'll be in a conversation we're talking about policy and how like education policy and like um, policing and how like we have half of our city's budget you know is on police and then like education housing everything else combined is still less than half and people are like oh you know it's just you know how did this policy happen I'll be like oh I can tell you this and this and this They're like how do you know this I'll be like oh, I was just super interested in policy because right we are like this this is just a black thing. As far as I'm concerned, every black person I know has multiple talents. We are just multiple, multi-talented magic people who are real humans with various interests. So we have such like breadth, depth, and range. And so people sometimes feel like we're too much, but like, honestly, we just can't help being brilliant. And so when we think about what this means for grants, we can develop out like these um, abilities, fluency that other people don't usually have access to. So it's actually pretty easy when you are confident, when you're comfortable, when you are prepared to be able to wow funders because you're just amazing, right? Um, I meet people who are like, oh yeah, I'm really into real estate and I'm into art and I'm into right <laughs> manufacturing you're like oh, okay I'll meet someone else they'll be like you know I'm a dentist and I'm into like horticulture and I'm right <laughs> it's like 
<laughs> those things, like they might seem different, but to that person, like those are big passions of theirs. And they're going to create an amazing like food sovereignty program that's going to bring together STEM and bring together like um, plants and soil. And then like you have this brand new thing that's never existed before. So funders actually love meeting us because we're just really brilliant, talented people. So we forget that sometimes. So that's number two. If the first is relationships. The second thing that people forget a lot is just like, we're kind of amazing. And it's easy um, for us to just be impressive. Not, behind, not in that like backhanded kind of way. We're just multi-talented, awesome people. So that's number two. Number three thing that people forget once they've been really good at getting grants for a while is that a lot of people don't know like the process, like how to really, how much of it is a science, I guess is what I'll say. Grants and getting grants is part science and part art. Um, I say this as a researcher, that's my trade and passion. Um, a lot of it is science. It is like figuring out what works and keep doing that. It is also like a repeatable process. So if you're good at like reading and navigating people, you'll probably be pretty good at grants as long as you know exactly what you need to do. If you're not so good at reading, navigating people, you can still be good at grants, but you need a different strategy. So for some of you, that strategy is going to be focusing on videos and video grants because you have so much passion that when you're in a conversation with people, you can't even hear what they have to say. Like they're trying to tell you, they're trying to help you and you can't even hear them because you're so excited and so passionate about what you're doing. You're probably not someone that is going to be the person who should be in all of these meetings with funders face to face because they'll be trying to tell you something or offer you something and you won't even hear them. I know that sounds weird. I see it so often people get so excited about sharing what they have that when people are offering them things they interrupt them they talk over them <laughs> it's kind of painful to watch because you're like "Ooh, shh right but that is it is what it is and it takes people months to break that habit and so it's doable and if y'all are interested, we could think about like hosting something with a Black Women's Network where we help y'all develop those skills and like really get in front of funders. Um, I know that Larisha and I have had a couple conversations about how do we make this group the most useful. And it's like, this group is going to be as useful as y'all make it. If y'all are serious about getting in front of funders and showing them how awesome you are and building those relationships, right? And like following like a framework that works, this group could be really a beautiful gift to y'all and y'all can help make it awesome and a gift to other people. On that note, if this has been helpful to you so far, I challenge you to tag a couple of women and so that they can get some value from this too. Because what I'm going to do next is I'm going to go through like a very specific set of steps that you can use this weekend to get you closer to grants. So if you want to help out by like letting people know about these things so we can grow this community so that we can share resources. I mean, I was inspired by Cynthia Brooks Nickerson, who went live earlier telling us about like ways that we can get connected and help grow this group. And I was like, I am in Cynthia. 
Um, in fact, if I could tag you right now, I would. I'm just not sure it's going to pop up because I kept trying to tag you earlier and it wouldn't do it. So definitely want to say if y'all want this to keep going where we're sharing resources with each other and giving concrete actual steps for ways you can get closer to getting grants, tag people. I'll go ahead and share it. Like, I'm not shy. Like, I love helping black women. I love helping black femmes. I love helping black people. I love for us to be women. And I know that collectively, we will always go farther. And I know that collectively, we can create opportunities that last longer than funding cycles. But we can't do it alone. It can't just be one or two people on um, a Facebook interacting. We can't do that anymore. We can't be in here like occasionally popping in. We need to be dedicated and like towards a like common mission with like a laser focus and be like, this is the space where we're gonna create opportunities for each other. This is the space where we're going to be going live and like sharing resources with each other. And I don't mean surface level resources. How many of y'all were on lives or you go to see someone's live and they spend like the first, I don't know, 30 minutes telling you their life story. They're just like, hey, and they're trying to get you ready because they know you're ready to hear something useful, but they want to like string you along. I can't stand that. <laughs> so while I do think it's useful to say things like, hey, I'm Sean Glaze. I use they, them pronouns. I'm the chief consulting officer for inclusive data. We are a consulting firm that has gotten over $10 million in grants for black nonprofits and black small businesses in under a year. That's useful information. I love also going on and saying like, and today we're going to talk about a few things. Today, we've already talked about three things that people forget when they kind of make it in the grant world, how like they forget about the relationships and what that looks like. Like they may just say relationships, but they don't tell you where to go. And they don't tell you how you, you they had to call every single person up the chain to finally get the person who knew where the money was and was able to deliver. They didn't tell you that they now keep that person on their Rolodex or in their phone programs with their name and the department they're with and that they're with a particular grant so that they can hit them up later. They don't tell you all that, right? They're just like, relationships. <laughs> You're like, how? <laughs> they don't tell you that right now, before the end of the year, most of your departments of um, workforce development are trying to spend that money down so they can ask for more money next year. They don't tell you about the Build Back Better Jobs Challenge that's due in January, that you need to be starting your application in November, which is, you know, next week <laughs> because it's going to take a couple of months to put together a really great collaborative proposal and you could be leading it if you are able to pitch it to the right people they don't tell you that i'm telling you that and we can talk about that more in a moment so let me do like a little bit of a peek okay so i see yolanda i see larisha i see let's see that's a couple of y'all that are interested in going. So I'm going to go ahead and keep going. I think that's going to work out pretty well. And then I'll give y'all back y'all's Friday. So in case you didn't know, there are a family of huge grants called the Build Back Better Grants. Um, in October, the Build Back Better Regional Challenge was due. That happened. People turned in applications. Who knows how long that's going to take to finish reviewing? Um, I know. It's going to take another month at least. <laughs> 
And so that was a big deal. And there were so many grants submitted for that. And we supported over half a billion dollars of grant proposals. And so I've seen grant proposals all across the United States, um, people submitting to really create the new roadmap for the economy. The jobs challenge is due next in January. I'm going to go through today the steps that you need to take if you want to be a leader on that grant. These are some of the overall steps. If you want more details, you can tap into inclusive data. We got all kinds of information. We got a class that can help you, but that's not why I'm telling you this stuff today. Today, I just want to give you free, concrete tips of what you could be doing this weekend. So the first tips I'm going to give you are going to be about the um, steps to take in order to get ready for this grant. Again, highly recommend you write this down. I'm gonna try to post this after, but Facebook has not been cooperating today. I can't even see your comments here. I have to look over here. So there's no guarantee that this replay will exist. Hopefully it will. All right, let's go ahead and get started. The first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna go ahead this weekend and you are going to get your DUNS number. You're gonna apply ideally today. The sooner you apply, the better. You can start applying while we're on this call. Your DUNS number you may have if you are already like, well, I got to build business credit. I'm going to get me a DUNS number. You are correct. It is the same number. Um, it is your Dun and Bradsheet number. It is like the number for business credit and the number you'll need for federal grants. Go get that. It is super useful. You can also, while you're at it, start opening up some Net30 accounts, which if you don't know about that, tap in, ask questions in this group, and people will tell you Net30 is where it's at because then you can start building business credit. Get your DUNS number. Second thing you're going to do, get your SAM, like Uncle Sam, S-A-M, SAM.gov. Um, that is a special identifier that you'll use for contracts. And you also will use it for um, grants, grants and contracts, getting the federal government to pay you money to do a thing or to buy your service or to give you money for a grant or to give you money for disaster relief. Get your SAM.gov. Please, please do it. You can't do it without your DUNS number. I'm telling you these in a particular step by step way. Go ahead and get your SAM.gov. It takes about half an hour. It's kind of a pain. If you don't have like a criminal history, you don't owe the government like money, they're not suing you, then it's actually pretty straightforward. Um, it still takes about 30 minutes to do. And you have to like read through and click yes or no or yes or no. Um, so I'm just warning you, but do it. Your SAM.gov is going to be really important for the next step, which is to get your grants.gov, G-R-A-N-T, grants.gov, which, by the way, is the worst website for finding most grants. So if you're like, ha-ha, I love grants.gov, I'm sorry, because it sucks. <laughs> the interface is terrible. A lot of times when people want grants, they Google grants, they get grants.gov, and they're like, I guess this is how it is. It's like, nah, man. There's so many other grants out there. But for this grant, the really big jobs challenge that starts at like $25 million rewards, yeah, man, it's worth putting in the time to get you a grants.gov. Once you get a grants.gov, you'll be able to use this um, thing. Yes, Yolanda, I see it. It's terrible. I cannot stop dogging on it because it's so bad. Grants.gov is so bad. I could tell no black people invented it. I'm like, nobody black touched this. This is the worst interface ever. <laughs> so I could go on for days. Like, it's, just, it's not user friendly. 
They have like a bunch of videos to show you how to use it and they're all wrong. Like the things aren't nested well, the colors are terrible. Don't even get me started. But grants.gov is your key to getting 25 plus million dollars. So, you know, I'll take it, right? You're also going to get like a very, like you're going to get something that um, is called an eBiz POC, E-B-I-Z P-O-C, two words, E-B-I-Z, E-B-I-Z space P-O-C. It's like a secret thing. Like, like it's literally one of those things that like is the most important part and like isn't well explained. And you actually have to create, you click on like sign into E-B-I-Z P-O-C and it creates like a special new password for you and doesn't send it to you. And then you say forgot password and that's how you get the real password to log into that account. I, I kid you not y'all like Yolanda says, I think that's on purpose to confuse people. Yolanda, I can't prove it, but I am with you. If they wanted to make this process easy, it would be like a one website situation. But before you can even apply for a grant through grants.gov, you have to do all these steps that are not explained very well. The Dunn's number, completely different website. At a for-profit business that like tries to trick you to buy things, but you have to say, no, man, I'm a federal contractor or grantee. And they're like, okay, you can have it for free. Then you got to go to a completely different government website, sam.gov, in order to get a sam.gov. And then go to a completely different website to get your grants.gov. And then there's yet another, like, y'all, this is clearly not designed by black people. We like designing things that make sense. This is not the situation for the grants thing. But you can do most of those steps over the weekend. If you don't have a DUNS number, you may have to wait up to two to three days to get it. So you may not be able to complete that step. But you can at least do some of the other pieces of this that I'm about to tell you. I want y'all to focus on your bios this weekend. I want you to be focusing on three different types of bios this weekend. I want you to focus on like a seven to eight word bio, really short, like something you might put and say, I don't know, an Instagram bio. Um, So I want you to get used to describing what you do like in a very concise way. I want you to create a little bit of a longer one that's like two, three sentences because that's about how much space that they're going to give you on most grant applications. And then I want you to give one that's a fuller story of like when you were established and like what your vision is and like what you're up to. Very concise one paragraph. If y'all can work on that this weekend, you can get closer to getting grants because a lot of grants are going to ask you for those things. Work on that this weekend. Aside from that, we've got our Duns, Sam, Grants.gov bio. Um, we're also going to just start organizing our paperwork. And so we're going to get our EIN um, in like a folder. We're going to get um, some of our other pieces of information, our articles of incorporation, our, you know, any any form that you use to make yourself like a legitimate business or nonprofit. We're going to put that in a folder so we don't have to look for it. Your, your um, IRS determination letter, put that in a folder. <laughs> Get everything organized so that you don't have to find this later. So that when X grant or Y grant asks for this, you'd be like, I know exactly where that's at. It's also a good idea to put your resumes in that folder. So um, you're going to have several versions of your resume, I'm sure. But you're going to want that to be in your folder as well as a resume for every person that's on your team. So before I keep going, I want to make sure... I'm not like talking to nobody and <laughs> that like this is like 
useful. Um, can y'all let me know how you're feeling? Should I keep going or y'all all set for today? Like, can y'all just let me know? Like, if you want me to keep going, you can say, keep going. This is great. If you want to like wrap up, like, you know what? I think I'm good for now. Just let me know what you think so I can know kind of where y'all are at. I am someone who loves a good audience participation. I love a good, like, knowing how things are going, which is why this is such a struggle not being able to see it on this screen. Um, let's see. <laughs> Yolanda says, keep going. That sounds good. Larisha says, very useful. Okay, that sounds great. Awesome. Well, I'll keep going for a little bit, and then, like, we'll go ahead and give y'all back a Friday. So do all of those things this weekend and you'll be in a good position November 1st when we're going to start digging in deep so that y'all can get these huge awards for your business or nonprofit. Um, I think the last thing that I'll leave for leave y'all with is just a couple of details about this um the big grant that's due in January and then like maybe some thoughts around like what would be a good way to use this group to get y'all closer to that award. So a couple details. The Build Back Better Jobs Challenge is due at the end of January. It is requires collaboration and usually will have a government of some kind, like a department or a city or a county or a state or an economic development district, right? Someone like that or a nonprofit will be coming together with other entities to say, here's what it takes to have a real like economic recovery. Here's what it takes to create real jobs for people that are living wages, um, union jobs in some cases for communities of color, disconnected youth, reentry populations, like people who are involved in the criminal legal system, um, people who are on assistance, all those communities all those communities and more are the focus of the jobs challenge, which means a lot of those folks that I just listed are black. <laughs> this, if I could rebrand the jobs challenge, it would be like black jobs, like success story grant. Like this is why I don't name stuff. But like what I'm saying is like a lot of those categories are black people and a lot of black women, a lot of black women. And so like y'all are uniquely situated to be putting together some proposals because it requires collaboration. Y'all could technically be partnering with each other in this group to put forward some proposals for this grant. Y'all could be using a Facebook group to begin in 25 plus million dollars in grant money. Uh, yeah. Can you warm this up, please? Thanks. So this Facebook group could be good could be this Facebook group, could be this Facebook group, um, or it could be like one of the ones that we're in, like we're in black nonprofits deserve grants too. But this Facebook group could be pretty great. I'm just saying. <laughs> so what does it take to have a good collaboration? Well, I just mentioned several things that people who get grants usually forget. One thing that's really great for collaboration is like there's some specific skills that I've noticed that when people have those, they go really far. And they're one of those things where sometimes it's helpful to get feedback from like a third party to know if you're really demonstrating those skills to the level you think you are. How many of y'all have been like, 
on a date or like meeting a new friend and they're like, I am so good at like understanding who I am. I'm just like really reflective and like, I really understand myself. Thank you. I know my strengths and like all this stuff. You're like, oh, that's great. That's going to be great. It's going to be a great partnership. And then they don't like, they think they're a really good listener, but they're just like a really good talker. Or, like, they think that there's someone who, like, likes to listen to, like, people who have different ideas about the world and, like, I'm so open-minded and da-da-da-da-da. But, like, the second someone says something they don't agree with, they, like, jump, right? They're like, da 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 right? How many of us have, like, family members, let's say, <laughs> who, like, fit that kind of profile where it's, like, people think they're one way, but, like, when you see them, they show up something different? It's useful to have a third party kind of, like, able to support you when you're trying to figure out if you really have the skills you think you do to be getting these collaborative grants. And a lot of the best ways we learn is at networking events. So I have a proposal And if y'all think this is a good idea, I need some of y'all to be making a lot of noise so that we know that this is actually something that'll work in this group because it's a bit of an experiment. I think we should be using this group as like, I don't know, like a pilot, like an incubator for what that could look like. I think we could use this group to help y'all develop the skills to get these funders like excited to invest. And while I love grant funders, those are my favorite. I love connecting people to funders who are like, here, have money for free. I also know that some of us are connected to venture capitalists and so who would love to invest in black women. Um, And so if we can get y'all ready for that, I think that would be a great way to use this group. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, if you think that Larisha and I should partner and like do like a series where we help y'all to like make sure you got those skills and like help you get feedback on how you can develop those skills, give actual concrete feedback, not the whole like, yeah, that was pretty good. They'd be like, okay, listen, at this particular moment in the conversation, when this happened, I noticed that this is how they responded. Let's try doing it this way next time, right? Like that kind of feedback when you are um, actually networking could be the make or break difference between like you are getting funded or they remember you, but not the way you want them to, right? (laughs) So if that sounds useful, we really need y'all to be saying that that's true. We need you tagging each other. And we need you responding with a clear voice, with your full chest, so that we know this is worth our time. Because I'm going to tell you a secret. And, like, I don't broadcast this everywhere. It's like, but as much as I love pouring into my community, like, I often have to pick between, like, this and my paid work, right? My consulting rate is $500 an hour. That's my consulting rate. Why is that my consulting rate? Because as you can tell, I know my stuff (laughs) and I help people get millions of dollars. I don't take a percentage of what they get. That's uh, illegal and unethical. And plus it's unnecessary because at the end of the day, what's going to help me feel like I made a difference is seeing other people win. I'm in it for other people to win it. And my consulting rate is 500 an hour. If I'm going to pick and helping develop this out with Larisha, I need to know that it's not going to be just like one or two people here <laughs> and like maybe halfway applying like what we say. I'm going to need to know y'all really going to put in the work to get better so that I can know if I'm going to risk my network of funders with like this community of people. 
So I want you to really think about it. Let us know. And with that said, I think this is like, I think we're going to just leave it right there. We talked about a lot today. We talked about how, hi, I'm Sean, and that my team and I at Inclusive Data have gotten over $10 million in under a year in grants. Grants, do not pay them back. Grants for black nonprofits and black small businesses. I teach people how to do what I do. I love that through Grant Slayer Academy. And tonight we did kind of a masterclass, right? We talked about three things that people usually forget when they make it. We talked about relationships and I gave you some specific examples of like specific departments that could be hitting up next week because it's the weekend now. Um, we also talked about how people often forget um, some of these other components of getting grants because, you know, you just like, you just forget. It's like, it seems like second nature because you'll start getting invitation only grants. We also talked about a specific grant opportunity, the Build Back Better Jobs Challenge and how it requires collaboration, how you really need to get started on this in November. Do not wait till the last minute. It is not worth it. Not worth the stress. Go ahead and pour into it now in November so that you can be ready later. And then I gave you some specific things you can work on this weekend. Your DUNS number, your SAM.gov, your Grants.gov, your eBizPOC, all those things, right? Your bio, your resumes, getting all your stuff in one folder. And some of y'all are ahead of the game because you already know your DUNS number is good for business credit. Your SAM.gov is good for contracts, right? Y'all already ahead. I see you. And some of y'all are new and that's okay too. And then the last thing we talked about is whether or not Larisha and I should use this group to help y'all get ready to get in front of funders. I have so many funders I know now because part of the value of being able to get these kind of funds means that I get really great relationships with people who are just comfortable giving out millions of dollars. Sometimes I don't even know these people that well. I talked to a woman two nights ago who I was introduced to. They didn't even let me know she was a funder. We had a great conversation. At the end, I was talking about this class that I have, Grand Slayer Academy, and she's like, you teach black people how to do what you do? I was like, yeah, I teach youth. I teach like, everybody how to do what I do. <laughs> and she's like, do you give them templates? I was like, yeah, man. Like, I don't just give them templates of like how to apply for grants. I break it down. I was like, I tell people how to do all the steps. And she's like, okay. I was like, and at the end, we're going to introduce people to funders. And she's just like, I, you probably don't know this, but I'm a funder. I just gave $1.3 million to like 20 orgs. Um, like last week, like that's what I do. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> awesome. And she's like, I'd love to like, you know, buy your class for like several orgs and da 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 da. And I had no idea. But like, I know a lot of funders and people just introduce me to people all the time. And I'd love to share that with y'all. But I'm not gonna go that way if like, this isn't a group that's like trying to help each other out. <laughs> so... <laughs> Please tag people, let them know that this is an opportunity that you want them to take advantage of. Again, I'm going to try to save this live. I don't know if it'll work because I haven't seen any of y'all's messages here. If I had to look over here to see it on my computer instead of on my phone. So fingers crossed. So just in case this doesn't go through, um, my hope, my sincere hope is that y'all will take this as a challenge to tap in and really pour your energy into this group. Larisha and I got your back. Larisha can find me. 
<laughs> and like if y'all are like blowing up this thread then i know larisha and i can make this happen so with that said i hope you'll have a great friday i hope that you'll really take this to heart that yes you regardless of what your business is regardless of what your nonprofit is like you have an idea for a business i hope that you'll take this as your opportunity to do something about it because that 10 million dollars almost Everybody was a startup or a nonprofit without 501c3 status, which means that even people who are brand new can get half a million dollar grants. We had several of those this last year. Can get $250,000 grants, can get like grants you can actually use to hire staff, to buy property. <laughs> to uh, pay for big equipment, like you name it. And I want to teach y'all how to do that and how to meet those funders. All right, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Bye.